After 6 a.m., good morning, everybody. My name is Avrami Finkelstein, briefly sitting in for the one and only Nahum Siegel as he is en route from the Holy Land as we speak and should be here within the next half hour or so, maybe sooner than that. Welcome to a Thursday morning edition of your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Sunrise on the hills of Yerushalayim Men and children heading off to shoot Hand in hand they're hurrying to Davin All the little kinderlach running off to school In the classrooms you can hear the sound Of Torah learning all around In Shemayim they're counting every word for soon the battle will be won Our suffering will soon be done And the chauffeur of Moshiach will be heard of Yerushalayim Candles burning brightly everywhere Families gather round the table Welcoming the angels with a prayer Voices joined in harmony We celebrate her sanctity our Shabbos has sustained us all along. The air is filled with melody, the table set majestically. For the Shabbos Queen, we sing our holy song. Hills of Yerushalayim 
קודש לחול אני חי עם האמת שמשתוללת בי עם אלף הרגלים עם כל צלקת שעל פניו אני יוצא שוב לפזר את המילים בין המציאות לשיגעון הכל חוזר אליי שם במקום ממנו באתי אין שלום והמסע הזה כבד וקצת גדול עליי אני צריך לגדול מזה ודי, לגדול מזה ודי. אוווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
בשם כל הגייסות והחילות, בשם כל האבות אשר הלכו לקרב נורא, ושרוצים לשוב אלייך חזרה, אני מבטיח לך, ילדה שלי קטנה. J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning. New York City studio, as opposed to the uh, the uh, past couple of days when we were in our Jerusalem studio at the Nefesh Benefesh headquarters. Um, yeah, <clears throat> landed in Newark about uh, <clears throat> about fifteen minutes early. And um, <coughs> excuse me, got here to the studio in relatively good time. Thanks to Avrami for starting things off this morning. And uh, whenever anyone asked me uh, <laughs> how was the flight, <laughs> thank God we got here safely. But uh, when it comes to somebody my size, the flight is. Uh, is never anything you want to compliment. However, however, I will say that with the discomfort of uh, airplanes and the um, difficulty that some people have flying, when it comes to what the uh, Jewish people are going through right now, it is nothing compared to what some of our brothers and sisters need to endure and the adversity which they are facing at the moment. Good to keep in mind when one is inclined to complain about anything. Yoram Gaon with Milchama Achrona. Will it be the final war? I don't think there are any guarantees. But a father is uh, so hopeful that his children will not have to go through what previous generations have gone through that he actually promises that it will be the last war. I guess with the with the guarantee that he will do everything in his power to make it the last war. There's a war going on, and uh, there are a lot of participants in the war this week because it's being fought on a lot of fronts. Uh, 
Obviously, the war that's being fought in Gaza. Obviously, the war that's being fought in areas of Israel that are hounded by the enemy. We saw that example earlier today. There's the media war. There's the Washington war as different sides try to get the ear of public officials, government officials. We did really well this week on the Washington War. Kolakavot, everybody who was in Washington for the rally. More about that tomorrow. Malcolm Honline will join us and we'll have an opportunity to talk about the, um, the impressions that people had of yesterday's rally. But I was um, spending a couple of days in Israel, as you know, and we uh, spoke to some very interesting people and highlighted a lot of very interesting things. And um, the message is, is quite similar, maybe not as acute and as drastic, because time has a way of doing that. But uh, the message is very similar to the message from three weeks ago when we were there. There is a lot, of, uh, a lot of difficulty that's being experienced by our brothers and sisters in the hundreds of thousands and in the millions in Israel. And it's... Um, an atmosphere that we cannot relate to. That's impossible for us to relate to. It's not a criticism. That's the way it is. But we need to keep this in mind. Because as time goes by and, and the, uh, the tendency is to assume that things are getting better, I would say you have to be very careful before drawing that conclusion. I think things are different. Not so sure they're better. And frankly, this um, cloud of the hostage situation. I could tell you about a lot of different situations that are very challenging for our brothers and sisters in Israel right now. I saw a mother last night spend some time with her whose husband is in the army, whose children are now without their father for this period of time. It's not easy. It is not easy. And I was at a shiva call, my old friend Yechiel Leiter, on Tuesday night in Ein Surim. His son, a, an experienced command, commanding officer in the IDF, was, was uh, killed by the enemy, <coughs> left six children. And it's hard to fathom the type of sacrifice that so many have made in Israel. Always, but especially since Shemini Atzeris. But the hostage situation and the uncertainty and how everyone in Israel feels it's their own children and their own uh, grandparents and their own parents and their own siblings and their own babies. That's a situation that I pray, will be resolved in a positive manner very, very soon. That collective national agony is truly a collective national agony. And as much as you try not to discuss it, and as much as you try not to focus on it, all you do is discuss it and focus on it. And it's a... uh, it's well known at this point. You walk into the public spaces, 
we were in the airport, we were in Cinema City in Jerusalem, different places that, um, you know, have a lot of people walking by every single day. There are posters everywhere of the hostages. Thank God. Who would want us to forget them? But you see the enormity of it, which I discussed the other day. The enormity is just, it is mind-boggling. When you look at individual pictures as you're walking in Ben Gurion Airport, and every one of the, every one of the um, metal rods on the uh, on the walking on the mo- on the mover, you know, the people mover. Every one of them has another picture of another hostage. You pause for a second to see their name and their age and what they look like. And you do this over and over and over and over. You gain an appreciation for what our brothers and sisters in Israel are going through. So we don't know. We have no idea what the uh, result is going to be. Supposedly negotiations are going on. Um, supposedly there have been offers by the enemy of a certain number of hostages for certain conditions and trade-offs. Who knows? But that is the symbol of the agony that our brethren are going through. There's a lot of other stuff, as I just said, but, but that is the issue that I think everyone is most focused on together uh, during this time. By the way, those of you who are heading to Israel over the next few days, remember the offer that uh, Rabbi and Mrs. Billet gave to this audience yesterday. If you're looking for volunteer opportunities, they have things to suggest for you and to you. So keep that in mind. If you're planning a trip for this weekend or a trip for next week before Thanksgiving or maybe even on Thanksgiving weekend, keep in mind we have a resource uh, who's very well known to this audience. Uh, who are willing to give advice and guidance regarding volunteer opportunities in Israel. Uh, you heard um, Moshe Auslander with Shuvu Bunim, Bain Kodesh Lechol from Shuli Rand, Luzi Klatsko, Zain Vizakenu from Micha Gammerman, Kantriasi and Hishtibol Hoppers, Good Morning, Klau Yisrael, and of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. In less than an hour, we'll check in with our friends at Ohel. They have the big gala coming up this weekend. We'll talk about that. Here at JM and the AM, Miriam Alwalik is supposed to stop by. She's uh, restarting her um, That's Life program, uh, Please God, today at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And um, she is scheduled to stop by for a few minutes before 9 o'clock to discuss that and other things. And uh, tomorrow, Malcolm Homeline will join us, 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time. Also, Rabbi Tarragon from Achenu, and I say it that way because even though Rabbi Tarragon is known, as excuse me, excuse me, as a director of overseas programming at um, Yeshiva Akotel, he has taken on this role with this Achenu effort that uh, we will discuss tomorrow in the seven o'clock hour here at JM and the AM. All right, it's a Thursday morning broadcast, and what's been a very interesting week so far. I hope you've um, noted some of the things we spoke about regarding. Uh, what's happening in Israel, we've partnered, or I should say we've adopted, we've adopted the Nave community. There are tens of communities that need to rebuild in the south. We've chosen one to focus on. It's causematch.com slash Nave, causematch.com slash Nave, N-A-V-E-H. If you'd like to give to the security needs of a community that's trying desperately to get back to their community. 
We had a uh, talk on a Tuesday with Sion Leshem, who's the head of the community, or at least our English spokesperson, and he outlined for us what the community is going through being in the Shalom Hotel in Jerusalem. Causematch.com slash Naveh, N-A-V-E-H, in order to support it. And um, we had other we had other worthwhile um, initiatives that we discussed on the air, and I will uh, use the opportunity at some point to remind everybody about those as well. A lot of work to be done. A lot of uh, a lot of funds to be raised. It's going to be a long road for some of those communities. We'll do what we can to make it a drop easier for them. More coming up. It is a a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM with 8th Day. Feels like I'm pulling back the arrow. About to snap the bow. Standing at the race line. Waiting for gold. Like thunder and lightning, right before it rains. In a single moment, everything can change. Feels like it's 4:59 on a Thursday, and redemption's a minute, a minute away. When I get back on Monday, I won't be. I'll never be the same. When the chauffeur starts his blasting the twin. To show your face, the whole wide world's becoming your holy place. Wherever I look, I only see your name. In a single moment, everything will change. Feels like it's 459 on a Thursday. Redemption's a minute, a minute away. When I get back on Monday, when I get away, I'll never be the same when the show starts is blasting. That's when it all changes. 
Superman And sitting on the Empire State Is good for King Kong Landing on the moon Is out of this world For the astronaut But speaking for myself I know where I belong Some drilling and a yarmulke. Give me some matzo for pesa and conditone wine. You know I adore a blot of Gamora. I love every page that I read. And give me some time with my God. That's all that I need. My Colonel Sanders chicken may be truly finger. And Billy Carter beer keeps Georgia on my mind. And good old Slomo, he doesn't need a pogo, he knows how to jump up and down. And when this show is through, you know where I can be found. Give me a minion of Thomas and Phil and Avram Rosenblum off the Yes Legacy album with Give Me a Minion. Anenu Ari Goldwagon Company, eighth day before that with 459. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network. And of course, on the beloved NSN app. The IDF has released the name of three more fallen soldiers. As the Hania House, yeah, the house belonging to Hania himself, was hit in an airstrike in Gaza. A shooting attack earlier today in the Gush. We mentioned this earlier, eight people injured. We saw the report from Shari Tzedek Hospital earlier. So, yeah, it's a, um, it's a constant situation. Wartime or not, the enemy is always trying to... Killed Jews, unfortunately. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Boker Tov from JM in the AM. Galay Tzal, Hashash Time. Shalom Rav, Baulpan Ehud Graf, Im Mashikore Achshav. Nodia ki Achshav Nishmat, Adzakat Seba Adom, Bei Shuvei Haotef. Nali Kanes, Lamerchabim Hamoganim. Hutar Lefirsum. סרן שלמה בינון, בן 22 ממודיעין, סגן מפקד פלוגה בגדוד 202 בחטיבת הצנחנים, נפל הלילה במהלך פעילות מבצעית בצפון רצועת עזה. הודעה נמסרה למשפחתו. בנוסף, שני לוחמים במילואים נפצעו קשה בקרבות בצפון הרצועה. משפחותיהם עודכנו. בשעה זו מובא למנוחות בבית העלמין הצבאי בהר הרצל סרן כפיר פרנקו, בן 22, מירושלים. פיגוע הירי במחסום המנהרות 
צה"ל מכתר את העיר חברון, משם יצאו המחבלים שפצעו הבוקר שישה שוטרים וחיילים, אחד מהם עדיין במצב אנוש. מדווח כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. אחרי הפיגוע הקשה, צה"ל הטיל כתר על העיר חברון וחיילי צה"ל בודקים במחסומים כל רכב שנכנס ויוצא. הכוחות יגיעו בזמן הקרוב לבתי המחבלים שביצעו את הפיגוע לסריקות ותשאולים מודיעיניים במקום. אחד המחבלים שביצעו את הפיגוע הוא בנו של עבדאללה קוואסמי, שהיה ראש הזרוע הצבאית של חמאס בחברון וחוסל על ידי ישראל ב-2003. הוא עמד מאחורי שורה ארוכה של פיגועים קשים בירושלים ובאזור חברון בתקופת האינתיפאדה השנייה. תת-ניצב עמי נידם, מפקד מרחב עוטף ירושלים במשמר הגבול, אמר אצל נורית קנטי, נערכנו לפיגועים בגזרתנו. זאת הנחת היסוד שלנו, שיש כוונות כאלה. נערכנו לזה שגם אצלנו זה יגיע. אנחנו משתדלים להיות מוכנים כל הזמן לאירועים כאלה, זה לא פשוט. אבל אני מאוד שמח שהצלחנו היום למנוע פיגוע מאוד גדול, כנראה בתוך העיר ירושלים. אנחנו מעבים ומשתדלים להישאר ברמת מתיחות מאוד גבוהה. שלושה טילים נגד טנקים שוגרו לפני זמן קצר לעבר משגב עם בגליל העליון. אין נפגעים בגוף. צה"ל משיב בירי הארטילרי. כתבנו בצפון, הדר גיציס מציין שמוקדם יותר תקפו הכוחות באופן יזום מטרות חיזבאללה בצפון לבנון. בעזה צה"ל סיים את ההשתלטות על המעגנה של חמאס בחוף עזה, ובשעות האחרונות הופעלו בעוטף התרעות צבע אדום. קבוצה של סבים וסבתות של חטופים יגיעו בעוד זמן קצר לגבול עזה להציע את עצמם לשבי במקום קרוביהם. משה לוטם מכפר עזה, שביתו ושלושת נכדיו חטופים, שוחח עם לוסי אריש וג'קי לוי. אנחנו יוצאים עם אופנועים, עם כמה סבים וסבתות, שהמסר שלנו, אנחנו באים לרצועה להחליף את החטופים שלנו. אנחנו מוסרים את עצמנו, ובלבד שיחזירו אותם. אף אחד לא כל כך ישמע אותנו, אבל אנחנו מנסים להעביר איזשהו מסר. מזג האוויר. משעות הצהריים ייתכן גשם מקומי קל בצפון הארץ ובמישור החוף. אלה החדשות שעורכת אנה פינס. It's hard to see the light 
we will rise above, we will stand as one. Am Yisrael Am Yisrael The emotions are endless, we can feel so alone. But we will rise up united. We will get through this as one. Now, even in the darkest moments, I'm Israel perseveres through it all. Even when the world seems broken, even when the tears don't seem to dry, we will rise above. We will stand as one. I'm Yisrael Chai. Even when the pain feels so heavy, even when it's hard to see the light, we will rise above. We will stand as one. I'm Yisrael When the tears don't seem to dry, we will rise above, we will stand as one. I'm Yisrael Even when the world seems broken, even when the tears don't seem to dry, we will rise above, we will stand as one. I'm Yisrael Even when the pain feels so heavy, even when it's hard to see the light, we will rise above, we will stand as one. Am Yisrael Am Yisrael
שאמרו להם זה שכדי לשמח את הקהל הם צריכים קודם כל לשמוח בעצמם. אתה לא יכול לשמח מישהו ולהיות עצוב בעצמך, אז אתה צריך...
JM in the AM shall have an orchestra with Binyana Deyad. Before that, the um, Breslov Bar Band with Kumi Roni. That was instrumental. Ami Yisrael Chai done by Danny Palgon. And we're in hour number two on a Thursday. And I thank you for joining us back in our New York City studio after a two-day trip to uh, Israel. Had the opportunity in Israel to speak with some very interesting people. Uh, who certainly painted a picture of um, of what Israel is like now. The chesed, the unity, the difficulties, all were highlighted over the last couple of days. I thank all of you for tuning in for the reaction to the shows from Israel. Coming up this morning, our friends from Ohel are going to join us. They have their big gala coming up, plus the... Um, Weekly update tomorrow will no doubt concentrate on the very successful, I think you have to put it that way, very successful march on Washington. Call like a vote to everybody who made part of their Tuesday or all of their Tuesday <laughs> in order to get it done. Uh, oh, Simon says, welcome back, Nahum, already missing you. One of the biggest benefits of being in Jerusalem, and we have the opportunity to broadcast from there, is that Simon Jacob joins us as he did the other day. He'll remind everyone, of course of the importance of buying Israeli wines and Israeli products in general. Can't say that enough. Rabbi Guide says, looking forward to your return. I don't know if that means return here, where we just got back, or he means the next time we return to Israel, which will please God be next month. We hope and pray. Uh, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. More coming up. It's Thursday. It's JM and the AM again. Our friends from OHEL coming up, plus more on this Thursday morning broadcast. Keep it here at the Nahum Single Network.
this moment, we must be crystal clear, we stand with Israel. We stand with Israel. It's echoed in our hearts 
JM in the AM. Well, I thank of Rummy. It looks like he uh, he got us back on. We were knocked off the air, of course, for for a couple of minutes there, or maybe well, actually, not. there we go. Not a couple of minutes, but um, but too long. Let's put it that way. Um, thanks to Avrami uh, for getting us back on, and I apologize. We had that request for the um, Miami selection. We are with you. Good song, especially for these times. It was actually produced for these times. And um, I, I can't figure it out. And this is one of the things that's going to drive me crazy. I thought I had solved all the problems regarding how we get knocked off the air. And uh, obviously, I was 100% wrong. So, what can I say? Sometimes these things can be very frustrating in the world of the world of um, broadcasting, to say the least. When there's a problem that that happens constantly, and you just you know you think you've solved it and troubleshooted, and even the brilliant ZK has not come up with the foolproof uh, solution yet. Anyway, here we are. We're in New York. It's um, a Thursday morning broadcast. I thank you for joining us. It is a. Um, It has been quite a week. Tomorrow we'll have an opportunity to talk about the Washington rally with Malcolm Honline. As we um, commend the American Jewish community for coming through at a time when we needed to come through. That's number one. And we'll talk about the latest from Israel as well. Many of you have heard already about uh, more soldiers who've been declared dead by the IDF, killed by the enemy. There was a terror attack in the Gush this morning. Lots going on, unfortunately, but this is uh, the way it's always been in Israel, both during a state of war and uh, during quote-unquote regular times. Rabbi David Goldwasser's uh, words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learned that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi once met Elio Anovi. He asked him, when will Mashiach come? Elio Novi said, why are you asking me? Go and ask him. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said, then tell me, where is he? Elio said, he's at the entrance of the city of Rome. How is it that I'll be able to recognize him? Elio Novi answered back, he sits among the poor, those who are suffering from illness, all of them untie their bandages, and then they tie them all at once. But Mashiach, he unties one bandage and then ties it and then unties the next. The reason is, is because perhaps he's gonna be needed to bring about the Yeshua, the redemption, and he will have to always be prepared in case he is needed. The great Goin Reb Chaim Shmulevitz asked the question, how is it that Mashiach is a Baal Yisurim a person that's afflicted, who sits with the Aniim, who are suffering. Why is he there? Why does Mashiach have to be so afflicted and dwell in that place? Reb Chaim answered, There is nothing more proper and fitting for a person to be the Goel, to be the Redeemer, than one who suffers together with the Klau, one who feels their pain. There is no one who can truthfully feel the pain and emphasize with others as one who experiences it himself. At the time of Elias Neshama, the great Sephardic Gon Babasali 
asked his father that he wanted to see Mashiach. His father said he would not be able to withstand it, but Babasali was firm in his conviction. So his father brought him to the Hechel of Mashiach. He opened the door slightly. When Babasali saw the foot of the Mashiach, he couldn't be soivled it, he couldn't withstand it because all of the pain and suffering that Mashiach had to go through. Over the past weeks, Klau Yisrael has gone through many Yisurim, many afflictions, many very difficult days. However, all of Klau Yisrael has been united, feeling each other's pain, doing whatever we possibly can to help out in Klau Yisrael, to help the army, to help the Yidin in Klau Yisrael, to help the families of the hostages and the hostages. Everybody feels the pain in the schus, that we are margish, that we are sensitive to each other. May Hashem Yisparach bring Mashiach Tzidkenu, Bimheirav Yameinu, Amen. Ephraim Mendelssohn, Bayes Yibone is the name of that one. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Many of you are aware of the fact that the 54th annual gala for our friends at OHEL takes place this weekend, 5 p.m. reception and 6.30 the program begins this coming Sunday at Pier 60, Chelsea Piers, New York City. Many distinguished honorees, as you would suspect, 
I have said a million, I mean, anybody who's a regular listener of mine for any number of years knows that I've always said, if you're going to go to one or two dinners a year, make sure one of them is Ohel, because not only do you get a great meal and all the different accoutrements that you would expect at a wonderful dinner, they have a program and feature people who speak and and the videos that are that are presented that are just so heartwarming and incredible. And it's like that every single year. You leave feeling like, wow, this was a, a worthwhile evening to learn about what OHEL does. So for the 54th consecutive year, the gala happens this coming Sunday. David Mandel, who, of course, is the leader of OHEL, CEO of the entire OHEL organization, is with us live via telephone. David, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum, and you, welcome back from Eretz Appreciate that very much. Just in time for the OHEL dinner. How do you like that? <laughs> OHEL's dinner this year, by the way, has a theme entitled Unstoppable. Uh, David, I don't know where you want to begin. You have a whole host of great honorees. You do have, an, uh, I'm sure, an amazing theme. I'd love to know more about the Unstoppable uh, title that the evening has been given. Um, and you have a wonderful venue at Pier 60 Chelsea Piers. Uh, where do you want to begin? What should we first tell the audience that they need to know about this coming Sunday night? Malcolm, if I may, I actually want to begin by just saying a word about Shia Mendlewitz, Oliver Shalom. Oh, wow. We haven't spoken about him. He was such an amazing part of your life and of the community, Maestro Shia, and I was out of town when she had passed away and I didn't know, I didn't realize it. And I, I, you know, what? I just want to remember him. We don't need any words. When we talk about a gala, talk about concerts, we talk about music, we talk about anything, you know. It was Maestro Shia. So I want to remember Shia because he was a part of Ohel's life, my life just like he was a part of so many people's life. And I want to credit Shia for encouraging me to write years ago when Shia was a part of Ohel. And I want to remember Shia that way. Well, that's really beautiful. Uh, everything you said is, um, is certainly appreciated. It's, uh, it, it's still a loss that's so shocking for us here um, and so hard to believe. Uh, but you do remind us that um, as, as well known as he was for different projects, um, different venues, organizations, causes, etc., cetera, uh, had, he had a very prominent role in getting Ohel out to the community and really surrounding Ohel with incredible talent and concerts, dinners, and so many different ways. So I'm glad you, uh, you start with a uh, little memorial to the great Shia Menlowitz and, uh, it, and that you told the audience just how meaningful his life was for so many, including the people at Ohel. Nachum Sunday evening, Ohel's 54th annual gala, three times high, recognizes a number of leaders in the community. We begin with Gloria Cayley, Cam Cayley, just um, Kim Cayley, thank God, in its 13th year, with wow. special thanks to Gloria and Harvey Oliver Shalom Cayley. So we're really, really happy that Gloria and her family, Alicia, Danny, are part of the Oho Gala. And we're looking forward to it. 
And it's going to be a fun evening, just like Cam Cayley is a fun place to be. Well, you are featuring Ossie Wind, who's a storyteller and magician, so there's got to be some fun component to the evening, no doubt. What about the theme of, we'll get back to the honorees in a moment, what about the theme of unstoppable? What's the message that we're trying to convey about OHEL to the people around the world regarding the organization when we name the gala unstoppable? The original concept of unstoppable is that OHEL goes forward. Kadima. You can't stop a good person, a helper, from providing services to people who need it. You can't stop a good organization from responding to important requests when families and communities need it. Did we understand at this point in time that unstoppable in our small way, we don't want to overstate, God forbid, the work that people, the fighting, the war that's going on right now in Israel and Eretz Israel. So oh, how unstoppable means that the day after October 7th, one day after October 7th, and since then, Ohel was able to respond, to commit, to be there, children, families, in very concrete, specific ways. That is what unstoppable means, Nachum. Yeah, that's why all these years... All these years later, OHEL's at the top of the list when it comes to those who are servicing the community. Uh, it is amazing, Belia Hura, how they've been able to maintain that top status, but you just explained why. Something happens, and they respond immediately, no matter where it is around the world, and obviously in the New York area especially. Uh, guest of honor is Gloria Cayley. The corporate honoree is Stephen Bush and Apple Bank. He's chairman, president, and CEO. The OHEL Champions Award go to uh, Goldie and Baruch Greenfield, and the new young leaders are Liz and Simcha Goldberg. What can you tell us about the Greenfields, the Goldbergs, and our friends at Apple Bank? Baruch and Goldie, Baruch's sister, Judy Greenfield, Alea Shalom, one of the early pioneers in helping OHEL to develop housing for people with mental illness. In 1969, OHEL started as a foster care agency, as you know. In 1979, we started housing for people with developmental disabilities. And in 1985, Judy was one of a group of parents with Rose Palakale, Shalom, Bert Gross, Burton Renee Gross, and others who developed housing with OHEL. Judy's daughter, Felice, Baruch's sister, had a psychiatric disability. And at a certain point in her life, when she was about 30 years old, she came in to live in one of OHEL's homes. Baruch is speaking about reducing the stigma of mental illness. Baruch is speaking about how OHEL enriched his sister's life and his mother, his father had died at a young age. So this is about not only informing the world about 
OHEL's various services, but speaking as a sibling growing up, understanding Felice, helping the community reduce the stigma of disabilities and mental illness, Nachum. Wow. And the uh, new young leaders, the new young leaders, Liz and Simcha Goldberg. Liz and Simcha are in their middle middle to late 20s. We are speaking young, Nachum, over here. (laughs) And they are relative newlyweds over the past couple of months. And they have, they said they want to be involved. They want to be involved in community. They want to improve the community as they have good things for themselves. So they are bringing a group of young people, as we describe future leaders. Ohel is 54 years old and always, always looking for the next generation of people to get involved. We, of course, are immensely grateful, and we say it all the time, to the visionaries, the founders of OHO, and the president, Melzakta, Jay Kestenbaum, the president emeritus and ombudsman, Moish Hellman, and so many other people. We also look for the future, and future leaders, Simcha and Liz, and a group of their friends, business associates, we welcome them Sunday night and we embrace them to be involved at OHEL and help us continue to be unstoppable. And you have uh, recognized the work of uh, and the community assistance of Apple Bank in the past. Uh, the corporate honoree is Stephen Bush, chairman, president, and CEO of Apple Bank. Um, tell us about that relationship. People like to talk about uh, leaders and personalities of leaders, driven people, type A personalities, focused people, mission-driven people. Steve Bush, the president, chairman, and CEO, is a unique individual. Talk about a person who is genteel, calm, quiet demeanor, background, at the same time, focused, mission-driven, knows exactly where he's going, just a very different kind of a leader. I just love spending time with him. Apple Bank is 160 years old, friends with OHEL for 25 years. And we've had a really warm, unique, special relationship. So as we, you know, Nachum, I know it's, uh, I know it's, uh, people may um, say it's a lousy sense of humor. They sponsored the elevators at OHEL. So anyone that takes the elevator, Apple Bank always brings OHEL up. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> well put, as we say. This coming Sunday, it's the 54th annual gala for OHEL. Mazal Tov to Gloria Kaley, the guest of honor. Stephen Bush, as you just heard, corporate honoree. OHEL's champion awardees, Goldie and Baruch Greenfield, and the new young leaders, 
Liz and Simcha Goldberg to be introduced this coming Sunday night. A- easy, easy way to make a reservation, everybody. OLfamily.org slash gala. OLfamily.org slash gala. Information, you could also dial 718-972-9338. 718-972-9338. And if I see wind is presiding over everything, David, in all seriousness, there'll be a combination of some very serious stuff, combination of some fun, etc., etc. Um, but you, you have raised the bar because, uh, as I say every year, if you're going to go to a dinner, go to the Ohel dinner, you'll leave inspired. I, I would assume that people are working very hard to make sure Sunday night will be very inspiring. People are working very hard to not only be inspiring, but also to make it totally current and relevant to what's going on in Israel and the world. And the focus on Sunday night will, of course, be on Ohel's varied work throughout the community and the depths of our work and the range of our services. It will also have a very important focus on our work in Israel and the pivot on October 8th that we initially spoke about of making sure that the special work that OHEL does in resilience in in children, in trauma with individuals, was available and helpful. So immediately we took the workbooks that we have developed, Sivi Ryder and Dr. Naomi Baum, who's a specialist in trauma psychologist in Israel, and translated into a fritz. Kibbutz Be'iri, that kibbutz that was so hard hit, one of the 13 kibbutzim, one of their businesses was printing. After two and a half weeks, when they got back their printing operation, the OHEL book on resilience was the first job that they had. Pretty remarkable, the whole story, frankly, and the connection between the uh, diaspora and the uh, state of Israel, of course, just gets stronger and stronger, everybody, with stories like this. We are encouraging everybody to be there this coming Sunday night. It is the uh, Ohel dinner, the gala, the 54th annual gala. We're asking everybody to place a reservation and to make sure to be part of what we consider to be uh, one of the dinners of the year to be at. Uh, Certainly... If you've never been there before, you got to take my word for it and try to go and experience it. If you have been there before, you know exactly what I mean when I say that it is uh, one of the most inspiring nights of the year. This coming Sunday, the reception's at 5. The program begins at 6.30. Pier 60, Chelsea Piers in New York. Mazal tov to all the honorees. Go to ohelfamily.org slash gala. ohelfamily.org slash gala. Dial 718-972-9338. Again, that's 718-972-9338. And our thanks to David Mandel. David, thank you so much. Good luck on Sunday night. And a big yes to call for everything that Ohel's doing here in this area and, of course, in Israel and around the world. Nachum, thank you very much. Really appreciate the conversation with you as always. Well, Have a thank, wonderful day. Thank you for that. You as well. More coming up. It's Thursday. It's JM in the AM.
אנחנו דם אחד, עם אחד, מיוחד, אין לנו מקום אחר ללכת. אני צריך אותך, אוהב אותך, אח שלך, ניצחנו מלחמות גדולות מאלה. רק ביחד נעבור הכל, רק שלא ניפול, רק שלא ניפול. ובעזרת השם ישוב האור, הכי חשוב לזכור. אנחנו עם אחד, מאוחד, ויש לנו מכל צבעי הקשר. תראה אותי, תיתן לי יד, אחרת לא נוכל לישון בשקט. 
וקרוב נצעק בקול גדול, אנחנו לא ניפול, אנחנו לא ניפול. שום דבר אותנו לא ישבור, הכי חשוב לזכור. אנחנו דם אחד, עם אחד, מיוחד, אין לנו מקום אחר ללכת. אני צריך אותך, אוהב אותך, אח שלך יחד לעבור את זה בשקט. אנחנו דם אחד, עם אחד, מיוחד, אין לנו מקום אחר ללכת. אני צריך אותך, אוהב אותך, אח שלך, יחד נעבור את זה בשקט. Mm-hmm. יחד נעבור זאת לא תקופה קלה, ואין פה שאלה. בסוף נרים את הראש מעל המים. ביחד ננצח את הכל. אנחנו לא ניפול, אנחנו לא ניפול. וגם כשלא ראינו את האור, הכי חשוב לזכור. הכי חשוב לזכור. אנחנו דם אחד, עם אחד, מיוחד, אין לנו מקום אחר ללכת. אני צריך אותך, אוהב אותך, שלך יחד נעבור את זה בשקט. אנחנו דם אחד, עם אחד, מיוחד, אין לנו מקום אחר ללכת. אני צריך אותך, אוהב אותך, אח שלך יחד נעבור את זה בשקט. J.M. in the A.M. <coughs> Emunei Yisrael, they call themselves, with Amechad here at J.M. in the A.M. Oh, boy. Whew, lots of stuff going on this morning, to say the least. <laughs> going off the air a couple of times, right in the middle of our conversation with David Mandel. We again went off the air. Not sure what's going on. <coughs> Yeah. <sighs> 
as I said earlier, I don't know what's going on. Um, I don't know. Got to figure it out at some point. Don't know why we keep leaving the air. Uh, Sim Kaliner before that, Kiatai Madi. My thanks to David Mandel. Again, a reminder, Ohel Dinner coming up on a Sunday night. Pier 60, New York City. 718 oh, oh, Check it out. It is always a great and inspiring dinner. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, web at on the NachumSigl Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app.
JM and the AM, and Yehudi, the remix done by Mordechai Shapiro. Hour number three here at JM and the AM on a Thursday. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Before that, you heard the um, Shalshela selection with Shira Malos. Bikar of Mamash was done by Avremo, Avram Fried, and you're listening to the third hour of JM and the AM for this Thursday broadcast. It's a pleasure and an honor to bring you programming from Israel over the last couple of days. We're now live back in New York City. I don't know why we had trouble earlier with staying on the air. Hopefully that won't be a problem anymore today, I hope. <laughs> Gets so frustrating. Malcolm, home line tomorrow, weekly update. We'll have a chance to talk more about the rally and its success and the Kiddush Hashem that it made, etc., etc. Tomorrow, 7.40 a.m. Eastern time right here at JM in the AM. Make sure to be tuned in for that. Uh, this coming Saturday night, the... Um... Oh, one second. Is this... Wait a second. Am I totally off in terms of the Parsha? No. See, here it says it's Vayetze. It's not. It's uh, Toldos this week. This coming um, Saturday night, November the 18th, Young Israel Tamatora of Flatbush presents a, um, a lecture, continuing lecture series, and the Young Israel Tamatora of Flatbush is coming Saturday night. Welcomes are by Shai Schachter. Uh, the topic is understanding the tragic plight of a mamzer and appreciating the practical halachic solutions. All right, Shai Shachter happening this coming Saturday night, 1305 Coney Island Avenue, between Avenues I and J in Brooklyn, New York. Again, that's the Young Israel Talmud Torah Flopush Lecture Series. Check it out. It's a uh, series that's uh, continuing through November and December at the Young Israel Talmud Torah of Flopush. All righty. Um, 
you'll recall that we spoke about the city of Naver, which is the which is one of, I don't know, 30 towns that have to rebuild in the south of Israel. And we've sort of adopted them at this point. And there's a cause match campaign. And if you want to toss in a few dollars and help out with the security needs of one of the cities down south, believe you me, they could use the money. Their needs will be endless, frankly, but that's for another discussion. Um, go to causematch.com slash nave. Causematch.com slash nave. N-A-V-E-H. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef, fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Take a 10% discount with promo code RADIO. And try A&H today. As we always say, you'll be glad you did. More coming up. Naftali Kempa at JM in the AM. <laughs>
Shayam in the AM with Yosef Chaim and Vesein Banu. Before that, you heard Eitan Katz and Hatov. Nachshon jumped in first, didn't he? That's a schlockrock. Joey Newcomb's Nachamu. And the Yachtav Nigun done by Naftali Kempa. Shayam the AM, hour number three for a Thursday after a couple of days in Israel back here in our New York City studio. And uh, one of the things that's going to be uh, brand new on this Thursday <laughs> is um, the That's Life program that uh, Miriam L. Wallach has conducted for many, many years here on the Nahum Siegel Network, but has been on somewhat, those of you who are paying attention, has been on somewhat of a hiatus over the last few months. And today, on this November the 16th, the plan is that it'll be a completely brand new um edition of That's Life, starting at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Miriam L. Wallach, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nahum. Good morning. It has been a while. It has. It has. And um, those out there who uh, have, like I say, you know, probably noticed that there was uh, somewhat of a, uh, a lull in the original programming that That's Life normally features. Mm. You know, we were... Uh, Airing some encores and doing other things over the last few a months. A yeoman's effort by Avrami, thanks he, to he, him. He always deserves the yeah, compliment. Yeah, oh, 100%. That I could tell you. Thank you to him. Uh, by the way, and you'll appreciate this as an aside, and I'm glad you mentioned him because it gives me an opportunity. A couple of days in Israel, you know how much juggling there needs to be done in order to get everything <laughs> done right, and he is behind the scenes doing, I mean, he's juggling like, you know, like, like no juggler ever has. Correct. I, I mean, know. like one of these guys that's right. got the ability to uh, to juggle uh, expertly. Anyway, <coughs> Rami, who deserves all the accolades that we give him, mm-hmm. came through again, and I thank him. Um, so it's your. This is your mic now because we did plan that at some point to be a Thursday where we would uh, inform the audience about what's been going on and make this big announcement that uh, please God now and we still we still are at the beginning of the brand new season. Yeah, that you would be uh, starting up uh, original uh, fresh new programming right. and uh, conversations etc. On that's life. So uh, where do you want to begin with this? So I I mean I don't I I I'm not exactly sure where to begin, but I think probably at the end. And then moving back, moving okay. backwards. I, th- I just as a uh, just as a um, as an epilogue, so to speak. I thank God I'm fine. I benched Gomel about three weeks ago. Oh boy! I think it was three weeks ago at this point. Um, I benched Gomel for um, some significant health issues. Um, one that came out of absolute nowhere, <laughs> and the other one that we sort of say, saw coming. So then to start at the beginning, um, in May, I hadn't been feeling well. Um, by June, I had a diagnosis. Um, and by by the end of June, I, we knew I needed surgery. Okay. So the surgery was planned. And, um, you know, by then I was already taking a, a break from recording, et cetera. My head, number one, not in the right place. And number two, frankly, spending a tremendous amount of time going back and forth between physicians. Right. But, yeah. again, for those who pay careful attention to this network. Right. <laughs> excuse me for laughing about this. No, no, let's go. <coughs> if you I'm got not, a cough, huh? If I'm, yeah, it's lingering. I can tell. For the last, I mean, for as long as I've been out, you've had a cough. And I'm supposed to... Uh, Speaking of the unusual Forest Hills this uh, I heard. And I don't know. When I get up to speak, yeah. the, it does, uh, the cough doesn't kick in. Maybe because you're standing. 
I don't know what it is. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. the irony of this whole thing for longtime listeners who are with us 12 months of the year and mm-hmm. don't take any time off during the summer is I believe that that surgery you're alluding to was scheduled for the day after the task show that we did. Am I right or wrong? It was scheduled. It was supposed to be that Monday, correct? <laughs> but instead, I did it Tuesday. Which correct. Which is funny because you're presenting no criticism, obviously, you know, telling everybody about the, about the break. But when it comes to certain things, thank God, you were right. I was also at the, the era for, you know, Rosh Hashanah show, your anniversary Correct. show. I was there also. Correct. Um, seeing a number of people, obviously, who, from our from our network family, who only noticed the bandages on my body and were like, everything okay? And uh, no. So that, um, so that July <laughs> thing is the first medical right. issue. So the July thing is the first medical issue. I have the surgery. The surgery is significant. Um, and, and thank God. Yeah, and, and again, like and, you know, I had had a preliminary surgery that we thought would would um, not make the second one. Correct. Necessary. I was going to say, you know, basically rule out having to have the second one, but that didn't work, and so we needed to have the second one. So you know, not to be so elusive, but I had a full hysterectomy, and elusive. That's pretty yeah, revealing. Well, frankly. whatever. I'm saying like we're be- beating around the bush. I had a hysterectomy. Oh, yeah. Thank God, mm. I'm fine. Anyway, the day. Uh, I a lot of people wouldn't say that publicly. So, I mean, a lot of people. Well, are ca- I think that's true about my personality in general, right? Now. But a lot of right. people wouldn't say anything medically about themselves okay. publicly. I listen. One of the things that you again, and I, not a criticism, but I, one of the things that you and I know about each other and about being on the air is that the connection with our listenership and our community is about transparency, right? Plus, about, plus about, whatever people are on the air, they don't think they're speaking to anybody out there. No, like, but it's a very I, comfortable environment. Right, I know I am, right. but again, you know, there's a there's a, there's a feeling that I have in terms of my general personality about being transparent. Um, but in general, like where have you, where's she been? Right. So oh, I get it. Okay. Anyway, so I had the surgery, uh, and thank God that very that went very well. I came home, and in a absolute freak accident, about six or seven hours after I came home from the hospital. I suffered second and second to third degree burns on my back, shoulder, and neck that um, then proceeded we to... We should say at least caused by hot water. We don't God, we want people to think there was a... No, know. it was uh, It was a good it was old... A hot water it was a good old-fashioned hot water bottle, right. one of those rubber hot water bottles that I was using for muscle pain, and the water was too hot, and it burst. And no, I'm not suing anybody, so do me a favor and don't <laughs> text that. But anyway, um, and the, by the next day, I was in Cornell Med- uh, Burn Unit, and I was Thinking there... you might go home. Yeah, it seems that that was like delusional pain response. They, they convinced you otherwise. It was. It, I was evidently the only person thinking I was going to be going home. Um, again, I couldn't really see the extent of the burns. The Hatsala team that took me to the hospital certainly did. My husband certainly did. You know, everyone else certainly did. But suffice it to say, it became really evident I wasn't going anywhere. Um, and um, I was discharged from the ICU a number of days later, thank God, on many levels, that my husband is a Hatzalah member. They trained him in my wound care, but they had made it very clear that if it wasn't for the fact that he was on Hatzalah, they would have kept me a good couple more weeks. So um, it took a while to recover from that. Thank God I'm doing great. And again, as I started with, I benched Gomel and um, really... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a recovery that the doctors at Cornell could not explain. 
from one week, I went at 50% closure and in terms of like the wound being open, the skin being open to 100% closed, which absolutely made no sense. And there was a tremendous amount of siata deshmaya in, in, in my recovery. I, I know it. I, I, could, I could point to it in a million different ways, um, in a million different ways. And, um, and it just, it, it has taken, it, it took a toll. Obviously, I wasn't able to go to work for a while. I wasn't able to drive. I was on tremendous pain medication. Um, but again, I'm, I'm here and chaste Hashem. I'm here. I'm sitting with you. I have a new show today I'm super excited about. Um, I was in Israel last week. I'm excited to discuss that. And um, and, and I just, and I, I you know, the, the Hakar Satov, obviously, that I have to God for, um for my recovery, the, the, the quickness, the miraculousness of my recovery is the no, no bounds. So there you have it. So a, there's a, that's where I've been. A, a, <laughs> a different type of four or five month period. Right. Uh, but thank God, as you said, uh, everything now, as you look back, Baruch Hashem. Yeah. I've, I learned a lot about uh, I've learned, uh, listen, I'm not sitting here and getting philosophical. It's just not like, I wouldn't say, I, I've gotten very spiritual over this entire process because I've seen things. And I, and again, yeah, this is, um, this isn't, this isn't news, but a year ago I lost my father. Right. So this is, we are at the yet end of the year. My father's yard site is this Monday. Um, so, and my husband lost his father and we lost other people who were close to us all in a very short amount of time. And, um, and it has been, it has been a year. It has been a year. And then, and that's before October 7th. Right. It had been already been a year. So quite a year. Yes. So people understand. It's been quite a year. It has been, uh, to the point where a rub in the community said, you know, said to me, God is yelling at you. Oh gosh. And it, it occurred to me that God wasn't yelling at me, but he was, he was, he was trying to make me aware that, 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 something was, I was going to need to do something. And then the war hit and, you know, so many of us sprung into action in our own ways. Obviously you on your end, me on my end, everybody doing their thing. And, and if I wasn't healed, I wouldn't have been able to be doing what I'm doing and helping the way I'm, I, I like to think I'm helping. Again, everybody's doing their part. Um, and, um, and I just, I thank God that I'm healthy. I thank God that I'm healthy. We all thank God that you're healthy, and um, many people on the app already have tossed in uh, Rafur Shlema greetings, and uh, good to have you back greetings, I'm et getting cetera. texts. And, uh, I thank everybody. 10.30 this morning, That's Life, which has had quite a life here at the Nahum Siegel Network, yeah. will continue in a vibrant way because there'll be a fresh brand new programming, and that'll be what's happening going forward, Baruch Hashem, and um, people will be able to enjoy that each and every week. So... Um, there's the explanation. Exactly. That's where she's been. That's what's been happening, um, as that, they say. Exactly. So I, I will, you know, publicly thank Hatzala and Stephen, of course, um, Hatzala, who took me that morning to Cornell. And God knows the angels in the Cornell burn ICU are just not to be believed. It's really, it's, um, it has given me a tremendous appreciation. I mean, you know, I, I have a thing for firefighters in general, because as I've joked with you, I run away from fires. These are people who run into fires. Right. Um, burn units, from what I understand, are usually occupied by uh, firefighters, um, children, unfortunately. And, um, and, and they're the busiest time of year, so to speak for a burn unit again, from 
my experience there and my talking to people there is in the winter where there are a lot of space heaters used in apartments and homes, et cetera, that are without um, proper heating. Um, so I was in a quote unquote quiet time. <laughs> they don't, you know, the summer is not when there's a tremendous amount of activity. Um, but it was the care that I got at Cornell was not to be believed, not to be believed. I, I just, I can't get over it. And I, I have a, you know, I have an appointment coming up in a couple of weeks, just as quote unquote, as a checkup, but they are, they're complete angels. And, um, yeah, that's all I got to say. God sent the right people. Amen. Everything happens. Everything happens for a reason. Everything, uh, the timing of everything was crazy. Um, but whatever it is, it is, it is, it is a chapter that is closed. Thank God. Thank God. So I'm here. I got a show today. I'm excited to talk about it. You know, we got fortune cookies. I got my shtick back. You know, I'm looking forward. Are the fortune cookies here? Yeah, I just Holy saw them. Cow. I saw them. Wow. Thank God. I didn't Thank even realize. I forget that you didn't realize. As soon as I saw them, I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot the fortune cookies. How did they last all these months? Well, That's they'll withstand the test of time. Especially with people cookies. in the studio who actually enjoy cookies. That's interesting. They lasted all this exactly. time. Exactly. Boy, oh, boy. Um, well, welcome back to you, by the way. Thank you very much. Yes, Appreciate Unbelievable that. programming. Thank you. I thank to you the second, I mean, by the way, I mean, not to take over your mic and your show. It is your show here this morning. Um, and you're like, why should today be any different? That's what that hand motion was. None of you could see the hand motion, folks, but Nahum just gave me the wave of the hand, which is like, sure, this is what she does anyway. Anyway, um, it's unlike you to go back to a location so quickly after the... Uh, yeah. Yes. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, to go back to a location right after, quote unquote, right after you had already been there. Nahum Siegel, the programmer Nahum Siegel would say something like, no, it's too soon. I should wait a little bit, etc." But yet you, you heeded a different call. You heard a different message. And so you made this decision, which if anybody knows Nahum Siegel knows this is not <laughs> Nahum Siegel's way, but he did it anyway. Well, I will tell you. And remember, you, by the way, we, we only have about 13 minutes. I will tell you that uh, after I left Israel three weeks ago, yeah. I said to myself, um, three weeks from now, meaning during this week, things are going to be very different. Mm. I felt it then. And because when, when I was there three weeks ago, it was in the still in the immediacy of everything that had happened. Uh, and that whole, that whole incredible um, atmosphere of mourning was just everywhere. Mm, yeah. um, among people that, that you'd never even expected from. Um, and, and that was, and I said to myself, there's no question that, um, a few weeks from now, a couple of weeks from now, it's going to be different. And sure enough, this was a very different type of trip. There are people who are, uh, who are, you know, still in tremendous pain. And there's a, um, an atmosphere of helplessness and anger among many. But the women who've been handling being single mothers are handling it differently three weeks later. The country that's demanding the release of our hostages is handling that differently three weeks later. The, um, the activities on behalf of the soldiers are much more organized and being handled differently three weeks later. And I, and I would even argue that the Chesed projects mm. have been streamlined to an extent where there's more of a, an understanding of what the needs are and more of an understanding of which projects to stay away from only because they, they don't have a guarantee of being able to carry through their mission. So 
when you I'm just as an example, everyone always makes fun of the duffel bags, but as an example, when you're when you when you are part of an operation or you are becoming familiar with an operation where you literally see exactly the path of the duffel bag, how it gets <laughs> from where it needs to get to. I spoke about the combat mm-hmm. helmets that I had the pleasure of taking. So, you know, and, and you know that there's a team in the New York airports taking care of it right. and that they are cooperating with al and al is cooperating with them and that there's a team to gather up the stuff in Ben-Gurion Airport, you know, and bring it straight. They go straight from the airport to where it needs to get to. That's a, you know, that, that's different in many cases than it was a few weeks back. So I, um, you know, it's so- an army of volunteers, and I le- oh, and I no mean that sincerely. That. Yeah, and um, I saw it last week. I I was able to um, to travel to Israel for Cross River. Uh, my trip was uh, forget not canceled. It was supported. It was it was appreciated, etc. We do a tremendous amount of work both philanthropically and uh, professionally in Israel, and so I was able to go. And I volunteered at Aroma in Beit Shemesh. Uh, making sandwiches, which, as I told you off the air, was a profound experience for any parent who has ever, or any adult who has ever made a sandwich for a kid, and who hasn't made a sandwich for a kid, for their kid, for somebody else's kid, packed a sandwich in a bag, stand around with 100 people you've never met before who are dedicated to feeding other people's children and hand-making sandwiches. Daily. Daily. It is a profound experience. It really is. And I'm, I'm, I'm so not minimizing it. But my Lord... What an army of volunteers. They, they really are. There, are. there are 19-year-olds who are barking orders at people, telling people they didn't get tuna on enough of the sandwich, on a, covering enough of the bread. That's not a good slice of tomato. Pull that one off. Don't make a sandwich that way. Wrap it better. The whole thing. And, and you, you're almost like, really? And then you're like, yes, I will do that better because somebody's kid is getting that sandwich and we want to make sure to feed that person's child, even if it's, that is a 22-year-old man with a massive machine gun who is defending that country. It's somebody kid and that immediacy is felt absolutely absolutely everywhere it was really it was really such an incredible again mundane yet spiritual and a spiritual and impactful opportunity um that you you know you talk about these you talk about how well oiled it is that somebody commented to me when i when i landed last week when i said something about bb and of course everybody's talking everything all related to the war and BB and politics, et cetera. And um, this person was, and I'm not, this is not the topic. This is not the point. The, this point is not the point of me making this comment or sharing his comment. He said, um, BB should resign now. I said, I said, BB should resign in the middle of a war. He said, all I can tell you is that it has been clear that the citizens of this nation know what they are doing and know how to mobilize better than number one ever expected and number two than the government can. So I'm not speaking to the whole government part and I don't want to waste our time on it and I do think it would be a waste of our time, but just to speak to even he as a citizen is noticing how the citizenship has just materialized. I also, and I said this on the air uh, yesterday, um, the shiva calls are different Mm. because... um, you know, I a few weeks ago I was at a shiva call for a lone soldier, and uh, th- those were the types of shiva calls that were dominant at that time. Not to minimize, because there's it, it, th- those are still going on, obviously. Uh, but this week I was at the lighter house, mm. which was a shiva call for a commander in the army, and, and personal for you. Yeah, right, and no doubt personal because of my relationship with Yechiel Lighter, and um, 
And there is a difference when you are sitting at a shiva call surrounded by armed, uniformed soldiers. Uh, people walk out of a shiva call and they're lamenting the, you know, the obvious uh, loss that uh, that has gone, that has happened, and and how badly they feel for the family. I'm not saying that doesn't happen in this case, but they get up to say hamakom, <laughs> and they leave with the determination that we are now going back to defend the Jewish people <laughs> and to defend the state of Israel, and and to avenge the life of their friend. To make it, you know, a sacrifice that was right. just not, you know, a sacrifice for nothing. And that whole experience for me, and now, of course, we hear about the soldiers who are named today by the IDF who have been killed by the enemy. So this is going to go on and on, of course, those types of shiva calls. And, uh, you know, it's different experiences. So, you know, a lot of what I, like, for instance, when I speak this Shabbos, I'll be speaking about um, the topic is what American Jews need to know about what's happening in Israel since Simchus Torah. And I think there's a lot to glean from the first visit and a lot to glean from, from the last couple of days. And uh, you put it all together and it's just one interesting experience I wish we didn't have to have. <laughs> Are you planning an additional trip between now and the end of December? Well, I'll be, I'll be in Israel December 20th. I announced that. And um, it's funny because I texted very fast from the plane. And I said, the last line was, uh, I'll see you on the 20th. I think I land on the 20th. So I do anticipate seeing him that day if he's in the country. So I wrote, see you on the 20th. And I wrote, or before. <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens. But right, right now, the way I feel, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll wait till December 20th. <laughs> the two-day trips are not, uh, are not easy. Malcolm, and, we're not young and anymore. <laughs> and planes aren't friendly to no, me. No, forget you. Just the likes of me, Kavachom, are you. I can't. I'm too old. My someone asked me. I'm in, so old. I someone get off these planes. Me, I feel like I'm ancient. Someone asked me a baggage claim. How, how was your flight? I said, there's only one answer when you're my size. There's only one Awful. answer. Right. There's only one answer to that question. What do you mean? There's so much leg room. Oh, stop I said, I, oh, stop I said, it. the leg room is the, is the first of 30 issues right. that I got to deal with, you know? So even if I'm in a seat that has additional right. leg room. It's actual, I mean, not to, not to say what we usually say, but shkayach. Like, really. It's just so funny because this whole thing, of oh. course, there was a, a whole El Al thing. Someone complimented me yesterday in Israel how, <laughs> how when someone says something, I think before I respond. <laughs> and I said, I'm not quite sure I agree with that after I totally <laughs> destroyed El for no reason, totally undeservedly yesterday on the air. But of course, our listeners know that I have a love-hate relationship with certain airlines. Well, you also so, yeah. have a love-hate relationship with airlines. Correct. Yeah. For, it's and, just uncomfortable. Uh, listen, so. LL. Honestly. Don't take it personally. Seriously. <laughs> I, I can't tell you and to their how credit, many carriers have we been on. Correct. And to yeah. their credit, they always say to me, anybody your size always complains. Correct. So at least I'm, you know, right. they, they You're get in it. good company they, with like, the other not, 4% of the population right. they, who are your size. Correct. Whose last name are all Siegel, coincidentally, because <laughs> otherwise they don't come like you. So at least they get it. That, you right. know, that, you know, it's coming from a place that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. So when I complain about the leg room, it's a problem. <laughs> right. Sit that down, be a problem. kid. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Whatever. You know what? The truth I traveled with someone yesterday. I mean, coincidentally, yeah. she was just on the same plane, and and I, and you know, who it is, and I think I could. I mean, even though, I mean, you know who it is, but I'm, I wouldn't say on the air who it is. But but what I'm saying, the it, listeners want to know. No, but what I'm saying is that um, <laughs> she was making fun of her height. So I, I don't think oh, she'd mind me saying okay. this. And and she's you know literally. I mean, I don't say if I can say literally. She she looks half the size of me. Like, you know, okay. I mean, you know, like. Again, not a barometer. The old fine. could fit in my pocket, the whole thing, you know, right? 
and I'm looking at her as we're boarding, and I go, oh, my God. How, how, how amazing must it be to be that size on an airplane? Right, right exactly. The qualifier is on an airplane. Otherwise, right. trust me, she doesn't love her size. Got it. Exactly. Got it. All right, there so you go. So for the times that she's on a plane, it works out well. Um, so she needs to have somebody help her with her bag in the overhead. It didn't look that way. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, the bottom line is that there was good programming, a lot of important lessons. Mm-hmm. If you're at the Youngersville Forest Tills Friday night, it's randomly. What, it's what we needed to know. What we need to know since Simple Story. If you're there, Shabbos morning, the sermon topic is oh. the sermon topic is must one stand for an IDF soldier? Interesting. That's the topic of my sermon. Interesting. How many minutes do you have for your sermon? I was told I can go up to twenty. What? Well, that is. I mean, that's good or bad. Well, I don't think I should answer that on the air. Well, is it a lot or a little? I think it's a lot. Oh, okay, good. Oh, so yeah. I'll, I'll be somewhere between no, 10 and 20. No, be a hero. Get to 12. <laughs> I'll be somewhere between <laughs> 10 and 20. I just got to write this thing now. And today's, today's not the day for that. Folks, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that sentence about 48 hours before Nahum has to speak somewhere. I just got to write that. Okay, Nahum, you'll write it. I know. Rest but just, assured, you know. you'll write it. You'll write it. Listen, I'm not producing this show, but it's 8.58. Baruch Rofei Cholin. Amen. Miriam Wallach Amen. is back better than ever. 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. You'll Thanks hear her right God. here on the Nahum Single Network. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard a listener sponsored digital radio around the world of web at NahumSiegel.com on the Nahum Single Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Full Thursday schedule, by the way. Yeah, lots of great stuff coming up, as you know. Plus, the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time, right after Simon Jacob and the Kosher Terroir at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Make sure to be tuned into all of it. Tomorrow, we get a chance to speak with Malcolm Holine about the rally and more. Make sure to be tuned in to hour number two of our show tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. And other special guests as well. Hey, it's Friday after all tomorrow. You know what that means. It means an exciting jam name program. Make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.